The Western Canadian Wheat Growers has made its submission to the Pest Management Regulatory Agency's review of the Pest Control Products Act. Here's President Gunter Joachim. The submission was made that uh, PMRA doesn't really need a major overhaul uh, as far as the way they do business, the way they conduct uh, review of uh of crop protection products that we use on the farm. Uh, it is very science-based right now and up to now. And I, I would say that Canada has one of the highest standards as far as pest control products that we use on farm and in Canada, across Canada. So I, I don't see the need for our government to have a need to change the process, which is very science-based at the moment. There's scientists involved, and it is quite a rigorous uh, test procedure to uh, either retest uh, products that we use at the moment or to certify new uh, products that come online. So for the government to go out and uh, engage uh, advisors that aren't really science-based is, is just foolish in, in our minds. Yeah, I guess uh, maybe just talk a little bit more about, you know, last year the, the government um, pausing a decision um, on that and, and what that could mean. What's happening in Europe, for example, they're switching away from a risk-based model. And risk-based is you assess the risk that certain products that we use have. It's a a risk versus reward. And they are switching to a precautionary model. So switching to a precautionary model has, is, is not a good idea because anyone that has a problem with uh, products that you use, uh, can say, well, I don't know what that's going to do. Like, uh, we need to be very careful, and rather than assessing the risk, let's just not use it at all, right? And so it, it is really very foolish. And we've seen it when, uh, especially in the last few years, uh, where they have taken away some of the seed treatments that we have for our canola, for people flea beetle pressure, for example. And so they've, they've taken some really good products off the market that if used improperly, of course they can be uh, dangerous. But used properly, they do the job really, really well in controlling flea beetles. And so instead they have taken them off the market and took that tool away from us, and now we're left with inferior products and we actually have to go out and spray insecticides to control the insects that are eating our crops. So instead of doing a good thing, they made it worse. And so we just want to make sure that we don't have that, uh, you know, ongoing in the years to come. Um, like there's a push on by ENGOs and NGOs to, uh, Remove glyphosate, for example. And, well, thank goodness, PMRA has reviewed glyphosate 
Uh, they said it's very safe, and of course it is one of the safest products we use. And we want to keep that sort of um, message going. And we want PMRA to uh, make the decisions on science-based information, not on precautionary information that some blogger online found a paper somewhere where somebody said, hey, this is really bad, we shouldn't be using this. And uh, next thing you know, they are in charge of what should be done with uh, certain crop protection products versus a scientist who says, no, no, wait a minute. This has been scientifically proven not to be dangerous and if used properly is very effective in helping us grow high-quality that was Gunter Johum. He's the president of the Western Canadian Wheat Growers. The Canadian Oilseed Processors Association is welcoming the release of the unofficial final clean fuel regulations and its recognition of canola's potential to reduce greenhouse gas emissions as a low-carbon feedstock for biofuels. Here's Executive Director Chris Vervate. After almost Six years of development of this regulation, uh, the canola industry is pleased to see that it's uh, nearing completion or is essentially complete with these unofficial regulations being published. Um, and we really feel that the regulations, uh, as time marches on and they are implemented, that they will provide a strong demand signal for canola's utilization in the Canadian biofuel market. Really, canola um, does, as it relates to a biofuel feedstock, is it offers very substantial uh, GHD emission reduction potential. So when we see canola grown on the prairies, uh, we have our farmers taking action, low-carbon farming practices that sequester carbon, things like no-till. This is what makes canola a very desirable feedstock in biofuels. And when it comes to the clean fuel regulation, uh, one of the intentions is to incentivize those types of feedstocks to be more broadly used in biofuels to reduce the emissions in the transportation sector. And, you know, this, uh, these results here, you know, is this kind of what, what you were expecting uh, to come out of this, uh, these regulations here? For the most part, we're still digesting the details. Um, but what we've seen is that the regulation does provide some options uh, for our farmers and for our canola value chain to minimize regulatory burden. Uh, So one of those key options is to have many of our uh, already sustainable production practices recognized without the need for additional red tape or burden. So there are options in the regulation uh, that would allow for our farmers to meet all of the sustainability criteria on aggregate, uh, which is something that we've been pushing on for quite some time. That was Chris Vervate, TZ Executive Director of the Canadian Oilseed Processors Association. That's it for the Prairie Eggwire for today. If you have any questions or opinions to share, send them to us by email the farm desk at goldenwest.ca. I'm Corey Canute. Thanks for listening and have a great afternoon. The Prairie Eggwire will return tomorrow on the Golden West Farm Network.